Greetings, gentle listener, and welcome to Remote Operations. Remote Operations is a podcast series made during lockdown by the social agency Stoke on Trent's art based support group for autistic and learning disabled adults living in the city and surrounding areas. But you don't have to be from Stoke to listen, it's for everyone. Well, except them in Newcastle on the line. They'd probably be happier with an episode of something posher like the Archers. Only kidding, Doc. Enjoy. Hello, it's me, Jim Hype, your showbiz reporter to the stars. This time we're talking to Nick, and it's another Red Hot World exclusive, because Nick doesn't just talk to anyone. To infiltrate his inner circle, I had to provide photo ID, birth certificate, a gas bill, TV license, high school spelling bee trophy and learn a funny handshake that nearly dislocated my wrist. But I did it all because there are no lengths that I will not go to to get these stories out to the British public. This is what Nick had to say about his collection of buses and coaches. I started it about 1980, late 80s, and, um, and it's, I've been so much interested in budging that, you know, ever since. You know, I've been collecting and collecting and like photographs and models and books and everything else. And not only that, I've got, I've just got a few odd truck or two as well. So, what drew you to start collecting in the first place? I wasn't interested in like collecting farm tractors or motorbikes or anything like that. But I thought buzzies were, were my faves. So, I thought, well, I'll do that and buy one and see how we go and and it's just build up and build up and build up from there. What is it that you like about coaches and buses? To be honest, since the pandemic I haven't been on one, but I'm hoping in the next few weeks I can start again. It's like normally when I go out now, I always buy me, you know, like me buzz magazines and me, but I like, I like buying and reading them and I do sort them out every now and again, the magazines I don't want, and like the models, I just, because I've got 155 altogether, and some of them are in boxes, some of them are just in, I've got some in my cabinet, I've got some in me, on top of me cupboard, on my drawers, and I've got a few by me, where I keep me DVDs, so. Do you have a favourite one, or favourite ones? Well, no I don't, but the latest one's a, a yellow bus, a Bournemouth bus. So, collecting buses and coaches, what does that do for you? Well, it's, uh, I think, yeah, it's brilliant. Because, like, I can, because where my carriage is, I, I, can, I can lie in bed at night and look at them when I wake up. I thought, you think, well, yes, it's another day and still there and, and that. That's, but what I try to do, I mean, when I used to go away, I used to take a couple of the expensive ones with me and put the rest, I just cover the rest up with a cloth, but normally, if I do go away, I normally shut my curtains. Then you, because they are very valuable, some of them are. If tomorrow somebody said, well, that's it, I'm sorry, you can't have your buses or coaches anymore, or any of your magazines or photos, how would that make you feel? Oh, depressed and like, well, I don't know if it's a bit upset, really, I'm depressed, but I know people keep saying it, because like, um, I know we haven't had bingo for a bit, but two ladies there, they're always saying to me, why don't, 
you are you interested in trains? Well, I thought, yeah, I said, well, I am interested in trains a bit, a bit, but I don't watch, like, programmes all about them all the time. Did you get the sense from them that if you were interested in trains, then that would be more acceptable than being interested in coaches or buses? Trains or a lot of, or Stobart, I think that's probably the, the main feature. Can you tell me a bit more about your photos? Yeah, I've got loads of photographs, and they're all, they're in a box, like what you call storage box. Sometimes, if I do go out, I don't take all, I just take a few with me. You know, it's like, I like doing this, and, and sometimes, because I, I haven't taken any photographs for a while, but I've got loads, of, you know, I've got loads of photographs and books and everything else, and I've got loads of books, a few books of DVDs as well. Where do you get your photos of buses from? Well, sometimes like a show, or a, or sometimes like a bus show, or sometimes when I go when I go out for the day, say if I go seaside or these like these bus rallies, I just take my camera, photographs, and then it's like a disposable. I've got because I've got a digital one and a disposable one as well, so I just I just take them as they go. And do you know any other people that have collections of buses and coaches? Uh, no, don't, to be honest. I don't know anybody who's interested. I am a member of the Potty's Omnibus, but at the moment, um, I haven't heard anything about what's happening with them yet. Rather, still got my membership, I don't know. And lastly, is there anything else that you'd like to say to people listening about your collection? They're more than welcome to ask me about them, and you know, if they, if they say if you've got one picture of them, I could just show them a picture. Hello, listeners. It's me, apathetic reporter Branson Boredom, bringing apathy to every situation. Well, let's take a listen to what's coming to your streaming platforms and socially distanced cinemas. Or we could listen to the sound of paint drying. Oh. Okay. Here we go with famous actors in the wrong film. Roll sound, please, team. This summer... One ring to rule them all. The Fellowship has some new faces. You talking to me? Oh, Jesus, no, Gollum. You have to hand the ring over, like. How the f*** am I Gollum? What the f*** is so Gollum about me? Robert De Niro, Brandon O'Carroll, and Joe Pesci starring The Lord of the Rings this time. It's coming to a socially distant cinema near you soon. Well... That trailer just has me giddy. With excitement. Speaking of giddy with excitement, here is my colleague, Erwin Irony. We sent him an advanced copy of the film and he is going to review it for you. Yeah, so I was just about to watch the film, but there was this really weird show on. This woman was stood in front of, like, a like a picture of the UK, and she was talking about water coming out of the sky. And she was trying to predict when the water would fall, 
and she was talking about some, I don't know, like, warm light, and trying to guess when that would come, and I mean, <laughs> it was crazy! You've never seen anything like it, and- Owen, I think you're talking about the weather. That's the weather forecast. Yeah! That's it! Weather! Freaky! Oh, dear. Well, see you next time, folks. Greetings, dear listener. This is the voice of Professor Simon Schnitzel. Once again, let us delve deep into the mind of a member of the social agency to discover their hopes, their onions, Ambitions! I said ambitions. Let's hear this week's imagined biography. Then I will analyze the subject while you take notes. So, without further ado, I present to you, gentle listener, Richard Smith. Richard Smith is a British hairstylist, businessman, expert on the works of Lewis Carroll and Bellringer, campanologist. Born in Bedoff in 1986, Richard trained as a hairdresser and started his first mobile hairdressing business, Dream Child, in 2007. Dream Child, mobile hairdresser, one step away from your dream. Dream Child quickly became incredibly popular in Bedoff, so Richard launched a fleet of mobile hairdressers, first in Stoke-on-Trent, then expanding around the world. Around the same time Richard launched Dream Child, he discovered bell ringing. This was become a lifelong passion. He has competed many times in the National 12 Bell Striking Competition. Richard is also an expert on the work of Lewis Carroll and the life of Alice Little, the little girl who the heroine in Alice in Wonderland is based on. Alice was beginning to get very tired of sitting by her sister on the bank and of having nothing to do. Once or twice she peeped into the book her sister was reading, but it had no pictures or conversations in it, and Alice thought, what is the proper use of a book about pictures or conversations? Richard named his fleet of mobile hairdressers Dream Child, after a biopic of Little by writer Dennis Potter. Richard currently lives in Burton-on-Trent, where he recently bought and reopened the much-missed car wash, Wash World. Hmm. Very interesting. Revealing. Poignant, even. My analysis is... Excuse me, gentle listener. I must get the door. Hello, little fella. I've got a package here. Is there an adult around? I need someone to sign for this. My good woman, I'll have you know I'm one of the leading scientists in my field. Oh, aren't you adorable? <laughs> Well, dear listener, 
I'm afraid the analysis of this week's imagined biography will have to wait. So stay safe, keep it onion, and I'll see you in your dreams. You have been listening to Remote Operations, created and performed by the Social Agency. Appearing in today's podcast, we had Roger Fitzherbert, Mike Bond, Nick, Adam Cork, Robbie Nichols, Richard Smith, Emily Andrews, and Rebecca Pan. Remote Operation was produced by Saul Hewish and Ed Gorn. Original music was written and performed by Toby White with Cole Poynton. Emily Andrews was our social media executive and the artwork was by Robert Millward. They have also had all the support from the arts. Recording was under lockdown restrictions. Remote operation was made possible with funding from Arts Council England and the National Emergency Trust which was administered by the Community Foundation for Staffordshire. The social agency is a product of Rideout.